I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're gonna to be talking about how to show feelings to an avoidant partner. Well, this is a tough one, isn't it? Very. <laughs> we said that in chorus very well. Yeah, and I think uh, we had some good analogies that we came <laughs> up with before we started filming this one. We'll share them, right? Yeah, yeah. But if, you know, you're new to the channel and you're just hearing about attachment styles, you're like, wait, what is an avoidant partner? And then you start to watch videos and you're like, whoa, that describes my ex to a T. How do you know them so well? Or that describes me an ex to, uh, to this describes me to a T. Mm -hmm. It's pretty amazing how many similarities we'll see with people with attachment issues, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And so we're going to talk about this today because when you're dating somebody who's more avoided than you, it can be really difficult. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it's, I, I like your word, Craig, it is counterintuitive, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And it really is. Because, and what you have to keep in mind is that an avoidant feels two ways at the same time. They want the relationship, but they're scared. Yep. Okay? Yep. I want it. I don't want it. I'm not sure if I want it. But if you walk away, I'll be sad and try to get you back. But anyway, it all threatens me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're easily overwhelmed. And so oftentimes when you just want to express to them how you feel about them, how you care about them and, you know, just talk about the status of where you're going and where the relationship may be headed, mm -hmm. expectations, stuff like that. They just get completely overwhelmed and sometimes they shut down. A lot of times they just run away mm -hmm. and it hurts when they do that. Yeah. Not only that. If you've had a great period where you've got along well and you've been close and you had fun, they will enjoy that for as long as they can and then they will back away, mm. which leaves the partner completely confused. Mm -hmm. Things were going well, we were having a good time, but it crossed them some threshold for them that's too close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially if you have an anxious attachment style yourself, it can be very hard to hold all these feelings that you have for your partner inside. Especially if you're aware that the other person has an avoidant attachment style, you might feel like you're walking on eggshells or not wanting to express your true feelings for them in fear that it will overwhelm them. Or you could even feel like you're not being yourself or not being you know, the partner that you know yourself to be in the relationship when you're trying to suppress these feelings yourself to, on their behalf. Yeah, absolutely. I want to do everything on earth for him, mm. um, and that'll scare him terribly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, one thing that I learned a long time ago is that when people are tired, they're sick, they're hungry, mm -hmm. you better give them space. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's pretty basic, but it's true. Yeah. And it, it works for everybody across the board, whether you're 
if they're anxious, their avoidance, their cure, it doesn't matter. <laughs> when you see somebody in that state, they're going to be irritable. I think just we get irritable by nature when we get that way, yeah. you know? Of course, you could always make them a meal when they're hungry or take care of them when they're sick. But during these times, you might not expect too much back from an avoidant partner. And also, if they're going through a period of stress, they might tend to shut down, like Craig mentioned earlier. So really managing your expectations during these specific times will help you to be there for your partner in more practical ways. Also consider that all of this stress for that avoidant partner might be the tipping point for them. So normally they might be welcoming of your affection and really receptive to it, but during these times they might not be as open to receiving affection just because they're already overwhelmed with what they're dealing with themselves. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think a huge part of learning about attachment is discovering how to become more emotionally attuned to your partners and understanding that they have different needs from you, which is very difficult for us to understand. Yes, it really is. That we often think people operate the same as us, but in many ways it's different and they're the opposite of us. Yeah. And so if you find that you're anxious with most of your partners, you want to understand that the partner you're probably with is more avoidant than you and they like a lot more space. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that space sets you off and triggers you. Right. So yeah, it is counterintuitive. Yes, it is. And I can remember a delightful client of mine saying many times, this doesn't make sense. If we had a good time, why doesn't she want more? Okay? And it's absolutely understandable. The other thing is the avoidant worries about being somehow indebted to you. If you cook for me, if you take care of me when I'm sick, is it okay for me to accept that from you? Mm. Are there some kind of strings attached? Mm -hmm. And some of that depends on, you know, your, the partner's life experiences. But they may have found at some point that it's not really safe to trust anybody. Mm. Yeah. Right. And also the kind of affection or the type of affection that you do show could also change things. Mm -hmm. So you might see in some avoidant partners where they might be more prone to sharing feelings through text versus through speaking yep. to you. So some methods and ways might work versus others don't. Another thing to look at is also love languages. So for you, affection cool. might always be, you know, physical touch and words of affirmation, but for them it might be more practical, more uh, acts of service, and avoidance do tend to think more logically. So they might be more receptive to different types of love and showing feelings. So be creative in that way. I mowed the lawn and did the dishes. How come mm. you don't love me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another thing that you can do is also check in with your partner. Ask them how they're doing, how they're feeling in the moment, how their day has been, how their week has been. Uh, a lot of times those with avoidant attachment styles tend to not have a grasp even of their own emotional state or even of their own um, presence, uh, how they're feeling in the moment. Yeah, so if they're you're... disconnected from themselves right. somehow. Exactly. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right, so if you're asking them this and bringing attention to the present moment, how they're feeling, then that's going to force them in a way to think about that, to give you a response, how am I doing? So that will help them to become more attuned with themselves. Right, and, and with avoidance, oftentimes they have learned to become so suspicious of emotions they're not even comfortable with their own. Mm 
And I think to ask them to think about how they are doing probably could be a little threatening at first, but very enlightening if they listen mm -hmm. and try it. You got to be considerate of how the avoidant feels in a relationship. And so, you know, when you're showing them affection, you need to be considerate that it can be overwhelming for them. So do it a little bit at a time. And you kind of want to wait for those right moments, right. not letting your anxiety mm -hmm. overwhelm you because you need to con connect and you need to repair it. Great point. It needs to be based on your partner's needs, mm -hmm. not yours. Yeah, Great which can point. be a real struggle. Mm -hmm. yes, but the can. more emotionally disciplined that you get, the better off you're going to be with dealing with that. And that could be healing for them to them for them to slowly expand on the, in within themselves mm -hmm. to open up a little bit more as they get more comfortable with themselves. Exactly. So I've heard it said that we get hurt in relationships, but we also heal in relationships. So being there for your partner who has an avoidant attachment style will be healing all in itself. And remember to take small steps. So here we can bring up the analogies that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And what this topic made me think of is, I don't know if you guys have ever seen spy movies, but there's always a scene in nearly every spy movie. Like that, Mission Impossible yeah, or something like that. Where there's these lasers <laughs> that you have to, you know, slide through and not touch the laser or else it will set off an alarm. Uh -huh. That's kind of what it would be like. Uh -huh. It to is. To show yeah. your feelings to a, a more avoidant partner. Absolutely. It does really feel like that. Yeah. Absolutely. And you had an analogy. Mine was like, a, it's a minefield yeah. where you're like tiptoeing around a minefield. You're like, how was your day? You look a little stressed. They give you a dirty look. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later. What's or never. <laughs> What's it to you? Yeah. But you, you know, you got to tiptoe around, like, you know, opening up about things, mm -hmm. you know. But oftentimes we get so anxious that we're scared that we're losing that person mm -hmm. that we can't control ourselves. Absolutely. Right. Good point. Yeah. So... It is like going through a laser, mm -hmm. you know, the laser beams trying to navigate yeah. slowly. And it is like a minefield where you yeah. better take a little bit of yeah. a step on it. Because if you say something too overwhelming to them, it, it's going to freak them out and, you know, shut them down or make them like get angry at you or lash out right. to push could, you away. Could you show us again the face that they make <laughs> at you? That's very good. <laughs> yes. You look stressed. <laughs> <laughs> no why would you say that right. why are you asking what's it to you all of these things are important to consider when you're navigating somebody that's more avoidant than you and understand that you know it seems like a lot of times they don't want to connect with you and it's simply because they don't know how to do it they've never done it in their childhood their parents kind of squashed them from doing it and told them not to think about those things or feelings or anything else. And so it's, it seems like they're just very disconnected yes, from their own self. Have, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, any, anything that's disconnected is a detriment and anything that gets reconnected is a good thing. Mm -hmm. and, and if they slowly facilitate a relationship with you, they can learn to reconnect. Right. But you just got to be careful to overwhelm. Yeah. yeah, they get overwhelmed very easily. Mm -hmm. And that's the difficulty, as Craig pointed out. If you're anxious... Um, you can't act on that. You have to look at where they are. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to take it as a rejection when sure. they do distance and when they yeah. do feel overwhelmed. 
So just also work on your own anxiety and your own attachment issues. All, as always, learn more about attachment theory. Hundreds of videos. We have the course, oh, yes. the workbooks. <clears throat> A lot of resources out there for you to be able to become more insightful about yourself and practice those skills in your relationships. Yeah, and then see how you do if the ex, if you're dealing a situation with an, an avoidant ex coming back mm -hmm. or if you wind up dating somebody who's more avoidant in the future because a lot of times you can have a great relationship with an avoidant. I was just thinking many times an avoidant is a treasure worth finding. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that you have to learn to appreciate right. that there are some strengths to being an avoidant. And it's hard to see that when you're so anxious and desperate to connect. Okay. But their avoidance has helped them survive. And so there are positive aspects about that. Absolutely. Okay, that's all I had for this one. Okay. Hopefully you found this video helpful. Uh, of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Of course, Margaret is available for Skype coaching. Yes, if you feel that I can be helpful to you, please sign up. And Coach Victoria will be in the videos and training with us. I'll be here. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.